Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 7th, 2022. I'm teaching a series entitled Pursuing Grace-Based Success. Don't you want to be a success? Say, I want to be a success. Or you can say this, say this by faith. I am success, going somewhere to succeed. So as a born-again believer, spirit-filled believer, you are covered by the blood of Jesus. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. You are called according to the plan and the purpose and the work of God for your life. And you will walk this thing out. You will become the man, the woman that God called you to be, but you have to believe what God believes about you. You have to get to the point where you are fully persuaded of what God has done, what God is calling you to do, what God, how God wants to use you. If you ever get to the point, people are putting it in the chat where you believe what God believes about you. I'm telling you, you will become the man or the woman that God has called you to be for such a time as this. So we are pursuing grace-based success. I told you before, I don't know anybody that doesn't want to succeed. I don't know anybody that I've never talked to a human on this planet that said, I want to be a failure, right? Everybody has this innate desire that we want to be successful. We want to be successful at something, We, but, but really what I want is for us to be successful at what God called us to do from the foundations of the world. Today, we're going to learn that we're not going to get too high. We're not going to get too low, right? But we're going to be steady, steadfast, unmovable, and we're going to believe what God believes about us. So this is Pursuing Grace-Based Success, Part 16. And the title of today's message is Prospering in Your Soul First. Prospering in Your Soul First. Say this or put it in the chat. I have a prosperous soul. I have a prosperous soul. Say, God loves me. Say, I'm God's favorite. I'm God's favorite and I prosper in my soul. And because I have soul prosperity, I'm gonna teach you that you're gonna have life prosperity. Get ready to receive the word. All right. I love that. I see it all over the chat. You have a prosperous soul. You believe what God believes about you. You are God's beloved. You are God's favorite. I'm I'm trying to get you to to believe what God believes about you, to declare God's goodness over your life. And once it happens on the inside, there's only a matter of time before it happens on the outside. Let's talk about it. Let's get our foundational scriptures first. Ephesians chapter two, verses eight through 10. The Bible says, I mean that you were saved by grace. All you did was believe. So you didn't earn it. You did nothing to earn it or to deserve it. It was a gift from God. You're not saved by the things that you've done, so you have nothing to boast about. Now, in Christ Jesus, God made us a new creation so that we could spend the remainder of our days doing the good works that God had before ordained for us to do. So there are work, works for us to do. Say, I have work to do. You're not saved to sit. You're saved to serve. <laughs> so you have work to do, and we have to get to work doing the works that God has called us to do, but we do those works by the grace of God. First Corinthians chapter one, verses 30 and 31, the Bible says, God has united us with Christ Jesus. Now for our benefit, God made him Jesus to become wisdom itself. And so now we have access to wisdom from above and God made us right with him because of Jesus. So now we are righteous. Say I'm righteous. And because of Jesus, we are pure and we are holy and we're free from sin. So in Christ Jesus, I have wisdom. I have righteousness. I've been made pure and holy and I'm free from sin. And the text says, because Jesus did all of that, you did none of it. You have nothing to boast about. (laughs) I have nothing to boast about. It's all about him. Second Timothy one and nine says, God saved us and called us with a holy calling, 
not according to our own works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. And so put, that puts all the spotlight and the emphasis on God and none of it on us. Say it's all about him. All right. And now third John two, this is what, what we'll look at today. And over the next few days, the Bible says third John two, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in every way and that your body may keep well, even as I know your soul keeps well and prospers. And so for you to have success, I want you to prosper and be in health, but it's going to be even as your soul prospers. So life prosperity, health prosperity is only going to manifest when you have soul prosperity. So in this series, we've been looking at godly success. I've already given you like a definition for godly success. We've talked about the difference between experiencing success on your own, trying to do it by the, the sweat of your brow, or experiencing success by the grace of God. We talked about how faith works by love. We talked about uh, where 1 John 4 and 16 says that we know the love and then we believe the love. And so we know the love that God has for us and we trust in that love. We believe the love. We're trusting God for our success. And the reason why I take my time when I do these series and I, you know, I reinforce things over and over and over and over again is because if we would be honest, a lot of us don't get it in part one. We don't get it in part seven. We sometimes don't get it to part 22, you know, whatever it is, but I keep driving this home. I give you these truths from different perspectives. I want you to know that God wants you to be a success and I'm, I'm teaching it to you from all of these perspectives so that finally you can get it so that you can maximize your purpose and potential while you're in the land of the living. God wants to prosper and to be in health even as our soul prospers. Let's talk about it. What does this mean to you today on this Friday morning? I'm about to get into the points now. Have 10 quick things to share with you. As I get into these things, open up your heart to receive. Lock in. 10 things. Number one, here we go. You will never experience success on the outside until you see it on the inside. You will never experience success on the outside until you experience success on the inside. God works with you to see it on the outside a long time, well before he can manifest it on the outside. You're, said another way, your legs will never take you where your soul has never been. Put that in the chat. Your, my legs will never take me where my soul has never been. And so what, what God does through the Holy Spirit and through the word of God is that he gets us to meditate, medicate on his word day and night. He gets us to meditate, medicate on his promises to where we're seeing it in our soul, right? And so you have to, it has to become so real to you on the inside that is only a matter of time before it happens on the outside. This is 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. We're not moved by the things that we see with these eyes. We're moved by the unseen. The unseen is more real to us than, than the seen. And so we're meditating and medicating on God's word, his promises for our life. And when we see it on the inside, it's only a matter of time. I'm not saying that once you see it on the inside, it's going to happen that day. But once you see it on the inside, it's only a matter of time before it manifests on the outside. Say amen to that. All right, number two, the moment... You were born again, your spirit was changed, bam, instantly. The moment you were born again, the Holy Spirit came in and gave you a recreated spirit. So now the moment you were born again, your spirit was saved instantly, but your soul was not saved. Your soul was not changed. Your soul must be changed progressively through the word of God. It is through the word of God that you renew your mind, right? So my spirit was changed instantly. My soul is being changed progressively. 
and my body will be changed eventually. <laughs> that, so that's not my focus. Uh, so I'm not going to spend four hours in the gym and four minutes in the Word. I need to spend some time in the Word of God so that my soul can be transformed to think and act like God. Number three, the day you were born again, in that moment, once you have a new spirit, but you don't have a new soul, the day you were born again, at that moment, you were, you were a new man. Instantly, man or woman, of course. You were a new man living in an old body in need of a new mind. Let me say that again. The moment you were born again, you were a new man. You were living in an old body and you needed a new mind. And so you need a new mindset in order to maximize your purpose and potential. You need a new mindset. You must reframe and reshape your thinking to align with God's thinking. You must build up your faith to get to the point where you believe what God believes about you. And so this takes time to get into the word of God, the, the, to, to learn that the word of God contains the character, the attributes, the nature of God, right? And so number four, for those of you that watch today's word on a daily basis, my prayer for you is that your mindset is continually being reshaped and reframed to align with God. It's the same with me. When I come to the word of God, if I see anything that is in the word, but is not in my thinking, and my thinking doesn't align with the word of God, and my character, my attributes, my, my thinking, or my ways doesn't align with what I'm seeing in the word of God, God is not going to change. I'm the one that has to change. And so, so whenever there's a disconnect between me and God, between me and the word, dude, the word is not going to change. The word is infallible. It is inexhaustible. And so it is immutable. The word is not going to change. So if there's a disconnect between me and the word, the problem is with me and I have to change to the word. So when we're coming to the word every day, the word contains the character, the attributes, the nature, and the ways of God. And I'm preaching to you. I'm teaching to you on a daily basis, the way that God thinks, the way that God acts, the way that what God believes about you, the way that God has set up this system, all of this stuff, I'm teaching it to you every day, five days a week. And whenever we're getting to the point where your thinking doesn't line up with what I'm saying from the word of God, then you have to change. God is not going to change. I have to change. If I ever see anything that doesn't line up, we must be changed. Say amen to that. I mean, we must be continually reframing and reshaping our thinking to align with God. You got it? Even when it comes to having a, a, a poverty spirit, when God starts to speak to you and, and, and says, hey, I want, hey, son, hey, daughter, I want you to do this or do that, but you can't see yourself doing it because you have a poverty spirit, because you, 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 don't, you, know, you don't see yourself on that level, you have to change. And until you change to believe God on that level, then God can't give it to you. Until you change to see it on the inside, God can't give it to you on the outside. I'm going to explain. Number six. No, I'm sorry. Number five. Your soul is comprised of your mind. Say mind. The way you think. Your soul is comprised of your mind, the way you think, your emotions, the way you feel, and your will. Your will is the way you make decisions. So it's your thinker, your feeler, and your chooser. All of that, it makes up your soul. So your soul contains the way you think, the way you feel, the way you make decisions. And remember, your spirit was changed, but your soul was not. So every day when you're coming to the word of God, the way you think, the way you feel, the way you make decisions should always be evolving and growing and developing and changing so that you could, you could think and feel and make decisions the way that God does. That's the, that's the goal, right? Number six, soul prosperity is the key to life prosperity. Soul prosperity is the key to life prosperity, right? So the way God's process works is that 
your soul, you must be prosperous in your soul first before he can manifest prosperity in your life. Because material possessions will ruin a fool, will destroy a fool. If you give a fool, if you give somebody that's addicted to something, a million dollars, all they're going to do is destroy their life because they're going to feed that addiction. If you give a fool things that the fool wants without changing the fool's mindset, it will literally ruin their lives. People tell God that they want things, but God will never give you what he knows will destroy you. And so you have to change on the inside before you can experience the change on the outside. God wants you to be prosperous in life, but he, he needs you to develop a prosperous soul because it is the prosperous soul that opens the door to true prosperity in life. It is the prosperous soul that opens the door to the favor of God. So let me keep explaining. Uh, number seven, if God gives you what you've been praying for, right? Let's say that God gives it to you. Let's say that you've been asking God, asking God, asking God, and God says, fine, let me give it to you. But God gives you what you've been praying for before you're ready to handle the weight of the anointing associated with it. Now, what was supposed to be a blessing is going to be a curse. So this series is about success. You want to be successful. I want to be successful. But to be clear, we must be ready to handle success. Yeah, I mean, we, oh God, I want this. Yeah, but are you ready for it? Are you ready to walk, to carry the weight of the anointing associated or attached to that level of prosperity? Many preachers preach about handling trouble. Look at your neighbor and say, trouble on every side. <laughs> trouble, trouble, trouble. Yeah, I mean, I, I got it. I teach you about overcoming challenges. Many preachers preach about trouble, 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 how to handle trouble, how to go through this, how to go through that. And I, and, and I address challenges and trouble from time to time as well. But you know what many preachers don't teach on? is how to handle success. You're going to have to learn how to handle success. And so I teach on all of it. Like as, as a born again believer, if you want to be successful, you can't be a success. God will not make you a success until you're ready for it. Because God, if God gives you what you've been praying for and you're not ready for it, then what was supposed to be a blessing will be a curse and it will destroy you. It will ruin you. So you have to develop to the point, mature to the point where you can handle the weight of the anointing associated with the assignment. Say amen to that. You must be processed for your prosperity. Put this in the chat. I say, I am being processed for my prosperity. Listen, what God is doing right now is that he is preparing you for what he already prepared for you. Say that. Say, God is preparing me for what he prepared for me. Put that in the chat. God is preparing me for what he already prepared for me. God is processing me for my prosperity. God is getting me ready for what he already got ready for me, but he can't release it until I'm ready. And then once you're ready, then doggone it, you need to get ready. I'm telling you, so you are being processed. You are being prepared for such a time as this. Number eight, one of the reasons why I teach so much about God's unfailing love, his unearned grace, is because you got to meditate and medicate on God's love and God's grace all the time. If you meditate, if you meditate on God's love and his grace, then when God does bless you and God does exalt you, you will remain humble. Let me say that again. The reason why I'm driving home, God's love, God's grace, God's favor, it's all about him, not about you. You have nothing to boast about. So that when God does bless you and exalt you and promote you and increase you, you remain humble. 
You got to remain humble. When God favors you with the success that exceeds your wildest dream, when God opens that door and, and blesses you in a way that far exceeds anything you, you even imagine, and you walk through that door and you start to pinch yourself and you start to say to your, your spouse, oh, babe, oh my God, can you believe this? Then if you are not meditating and medicating on the love of God, then what's going to happen? You're going to get the big head. You're going to think that you did something. No, 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 no. And if you ever get to the point where you get the big head, then the biggest way, the fastest way down in God is up. If you exalt yourself, God will have to humble you. But if you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, come on now, God will exalt you in due season. And when God exalts you, he wants you to remain humble. He wants you to be confident and humble at the same time. So that's why I'm teaching you meditate, medicate on the love of God. That's why I keep reading these scriptures to you every day. You have nothing to boast about. It's not about you. It's all about him. And so that you can keep the right mindset so that you can experience success, but you remain humble. And, and so if you, because if not, if you, if you get the big head, you will ruin your prosperity. You will, God will bless you. And if you get, if you get the high minded, if you get full of pride, you will ruin the whole experience. Before you know it, what was meant to be a blessing to you will wind up, wind up derailing you from your destiny because now you're caught up in stuff and not caught up in the God who gave you the stuff. Come on, I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. Say amen to that. You got to remain humble. You must humble yourself. You, you, you must continually remind yourself, my life is not about me. My life is all about him. You got to continue. Oh, Rick, oh my God, Rick, that was so good. To God be the glory. Oh, Rick, oh man, when you did that, that was, yeah, but to God be the glory. No, but Rick, that was you. No, but that was God. No, that, that was God. God gives me the words. God performs. I remind myself all the time. I'm not going to fall into that trap. I'm not going to let nobody get... Cause me to get the big head. I preach a message. The power of God is real. Oh my God, Brother Pena. That word was, yeah, but it was God. To God be the glory. God, look, I'm just, I'm just, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be a shame? Let me just say this. It's not in my notes, but wouldn't it be a shame if, remember when the donkey was riding into uh, 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 Jerusalem and he was carrying Jesus? And, and so, and, and it was Palm Sunday and they was cutting down the palm branches and they were throwing down the palm branches so that not, so that not even the hooves of the donkey would hit the dirt. And they were praising Hosanna, Hosanna. Wouldn't it be a shame that the donkey thought the praise was for him? Come on, man. I'm just the donkey. I'm just bringing in Jesus. When I go into a meeting, a conversation, activity, a Zoom call, I'm doing a panel discussion, I'm preaching something, I'm just the donkey. I'm bringing in Jesus. I'm, it's my life is all about him. I am on this planet to magnify his name. I'm on this planet to bring him glory. It's not about me. I have nothing to boast about. I, I, without him, I am nothing. I can do nothing. But with him, I can do all things. So everything Isabella and I do, everything that God blesses us to do, is all about. it's not about us. It's all about him. I'm not going to let nobody cause me to get the big head. The devil is a liar. We remain humble. Like, like you, you got you to gotta be humble under the mighty hand of God. You continually, number nine, continually meditate on God's love and his grace. The reason why I'm teaching you love, I'm teaching you grace, I'm teaching you favor, I'm teaching you it's all about him, I'm teaching you you have nothing to boast about, is because if you can meditate and medicate on those things, you will know that God loves you, that God is using you, not because you're good, but because God is good. And then watch this, you will become stable. Say, I become stable. Say, you will live a life, you will be a state, you will be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Why? Because at that point, you're not going to get too high. You will never be high-minded. You are not going to get too low where you're over here in depression and, de and despair and fear and doubt. No, no, no. I'm not going to get too high. I'm not going to get too low. I'm not going to think more highly of myself than I ought to think. I'm not going to think more low 
hold myself than all to take. I'm just steady. I'm fixed. I'm focused. Every day I'm consistent. It is this steady. And one thing, I'm not a lot of things. I'm not the tallest. I'm not the smartest. I'm not the strongest. But one thing I am is consistent. With Brother Pina, at least you know what you're going to get on a daily basis. And so if you remain steady, consistent on a daily basis, this consistent mindset is required for long-term success. God doesn't want you to just have a success and then have it to come and have it to go. If you want to be successful day in and day out, month in and month out, year in and year out, decade in and decade out, then you have to be steady. You have to be consistent. You have to be walking with God for the remainder of your day. There is no retirement for us when it comes to our divine purpose. I'm going to walk with God until I die. I'm going to walk with God until I get out of me, everything that God placed in me while I'm in the land of the living. And I'm not going to die because I'm sick. And I'm not going to die because I'm old, doggone it. I'm going to die because I'm done. And when I'm done, I'm going to give up the ghost and I'm going to go on to glory. But until then, I'm going to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as I know my labor is not in vain in the Lord, because it's not about me. It's all about him. Say amen to that. Man, none of this is in my notes. I'm over here preaching, y'all. All right, number 10, last one for today. I'm going to release y'all. Y'all ready? Last point, number 10. You should confess every day that you are God's beloved. Say, I'm God's beloved. Say, I'm God's favorite. No, 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 I'm, God, I'm God's favorite. You, you should confess every day that you are the beloved of God. That you, sh- you should confess every day that your life is a grace case. Say that. Say, I am a grace case. My life is a grace case. When you look at my life, let, 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 me, let me prove to you that it's the grace of God. Let me prove to you. Let me build my case. If you look at the story of my life, let me tell you something. It's not about me. This Dominican kid from Brooklyn, son of two immigrants from the Dominican Republic. Isabella is an immigrant. So I'm a son of immigrants, married to an immigrant, came over here, didn't know anything about God, gave my life to Christ when I was 23 years old. My life is a grace case now. I have to tell you, it's the grace of God. It's not me. I'm not that smart. I do things, but God... He breathes on everything that I put my hands to do. I look at my hands and I say, hands, you are blessed hands. Whatever I put my hands to do is blessed. Why? Because I'm a grace case. It is the grace of God. So when you walk like this, when you feed on this truth, when you are meditating and medicating, when you live the grace life, your heart remains open to God. Your mindset is right. You're not going to get too high. You're not going to get too low. You're never going to get depressed. You're never going to get in pride. And so I'm not going to be prideful. I'm not going to be depressed. I'm never going to be in despair. I'm never hopeless because I'm never helpless. And so I'm walking with God. God is walking with me. I'm never overwhelmed. There's nothing I can't do. There's no obstacle that can overtake me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Why? Because I'm walking with God and God is walking with me. With me, No evil shall befall me. Neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling for God gives and I give angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. In my pathway is life. There is no death. There is no destruction. A thousand can fall on my side. Matter of fact, 10,000 on my right hand, but it shall not come nigh me. Only with my eyes shall I see the reward of the wicked. Why? Because I've made the Lord, even the most high, my dwelling place and my habitation. Come on now. God is renewing my youth like the eagles. Why? Because my life is all about him. It's the grace life, y'all. This is how I'm supposed to live. Forget it. I forgot my notes. I just started preaching. Listen, if you ever get to the point where you develop a prosperous soul and you believe what God believes about you, you will lack nothing. Put this in the chat. Say, I lack nothing. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about grace-based success. It is your will that I prosper and that I be in health, even as my soul prospers. You sent me to this planet 
for your plans and I will find, follow, and finish those plans before I die. As I seek to experience your grace and to do what I was born to do, I submit myself to the process of mind renewal. I know my life prosperity is connected to my soul prosperity. So if there's any area of my life where my soul does not align with your will, I change. I align your soul with your desires. I mean, my soul with your desires for my life. I see myself the way you see me. I believe what you believe about me. I change on the inside, knowing that internal change is required before I can see external success. And as I do all this stuff, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. Man, I feel like preaching. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, this is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, I'm, I'm giving you my notes for free. Listen, when I was a young preacher, I would literally go up, when I heard a good message, I would go up to the preacher and say, hey man, can I get a copy of your notes? I'm giving you my notes every day for free. All you have to do is subscribe. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, do me a favor. If this message was a blessing to you, and I know it had to be, leave me some comments in the chat and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend. The best is yet to come. <laughs> I'll see you on Monday morning. God bless you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit, I'm addressing things uh, as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.